Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. This is Truth Light, and our show is The Light of Truth, where we shine the light on some topics that maybe you hadn't looked at or perhaps give you a new perspective. Um... Today, we are supposed to have a guest, although we had a little glitch with, oh goodness, the the blog talk schedule had us scheduled at 10.30 Pacific instead of 7.30 Pacific, so I changed it last minute, and I'm now trying to get a hold of our guest and let him know that, yes, we are supposed to be on now rather than later. So we're going to be speaking with, if all goes well, with Robert Bowerly, who's joined us a few times now as a guest. Um, Robert was someone who was a speaker and, or was a teacher, I'm sorry, was one of my teachers, and um, he's got a lot of different perspectives and different insights, and um, and so it'll be nice to, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm trying to text him and talk to you guys at the same time, and I am not good at multitasking. So, hopefully Robert will be joining us presently. Oh, I think he is there now. No? Okay. So, we'll wait for Robert, and what we're going to be talking about today is uh, the different forms of manipulation. So, it's pretty interesting. You know, Robert and I are, are good friends. Now, He again, he was my teacher many, many, many years ago, and... Now, Robert and I are are kind of, you know, very good friends and peers and that kind of thing. And so we have some very interesting discussions. And every once in a while, we'll have a discussion that, uh, you know, we kind of go, oh, that would be kind of a cool topic for the show. And uh, And so that's when he typically decides to come join us. And so the manipulation thing, we were discussing last week and uh and it's very interesting the different forms of it sometimes we're being manipulated obviously i think that's probably where most people's minds go first <clears throat> but then sometimes we're manipulating without realizing it and sometimes there's some other manipulation that goes on that I don't think many people are aware of at all, and that's one of the things we're going to be discussing today. So we will uh, <laughs> we will be joined by Robert, no doubt, presently. And um, until then, I just want to express to you guys how happy I am that that you're listening. It's kind of neat. We've got oh gosh, almost 12,000 listens. I think we're, well, over 11,000 listens now since June, and that's with really no promotion. And so you guys that are talking about the show and sharing with people about the show and and the people who come back day after day or week after week or whatever, I'm really grateful because it gives me an opportunity for outflow, and that's one of one of life's joys, right, is to be able to do what you love and share it with other people. And so very happy with all that. It's kind of exciting to see this thing grow. So, all right. So, while we wait for Robert, we're going to go ahead and continue with the topic of manipulation, are you being played, and uh, and just kind of look at what's happening at the moment in in our little world. What I'm seeing as you know, I, I watch, right? <laughs> what I'm seeing as an outsider, I live here, I'm a part of the world, but sometimes I see myself as an outsider, um, is that people are being forced to deal with things that they perhaps have not wanted to deal with in the past. So we're in a time of shifting and changing, and the way things are shifting and changing is in such a manner that 
it's kind of like all of the all of the things that we've tried to just look the other way and ignore about ourselves, about the relationships in our lives, etc., are kind of being squeezed to the top. It's uh, kind of like we're in a tube of toothpaste or something, and and uh, these things will not be ignored anymore. <clears throat> and this is because we are going through these this rise in consciousness. Now, sometimes that sounds a little flaky, but the reality is that it's happening. Whether you believe it's happening or not, whether you understand it or not, doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter if you were ready for it or not. We've been told for thousands of years that this was coming, and whether or not we prepared for it, here it is. And so what's happening is when people are beginning to kind of um, have to face things they don't want to and have to deal with things they don't want to and they're forced to look at the things they didn't want to see, they become a little desperate at times. And so the manipulation can begin, right? Because if I manipulate, not me personally, but if a person is in a situation they don't like, will they not at times manipulate other people to make it so they don't have to deal with that situation, right? So that's a lot of what's happening here. Um, It's very interesting to watch, and it's a little sad to watch, frankly, in some senses. And it's also pretty exciting to watch in others. So... As a planet, we're shifting and changing. And we all know this. We talk about it all the time on the show. But when it comes to the manipulation of things, it's important that we look at the energy that's moving through the planet and we see what it is we're doing to handle this shift and change and what it is that other people are doing to try and handle it and how is that affecting us and what will we allow and what won't. What won't we allow? Okay, so some people are inclined to allow others to manipulate them very easily. So if you are somebody who has allowed that very easily, then you uh, you probably are finding that it's a little more intense now. And it's probably a little more difficult to handle. It's probably becoming more of a, you know, why does this always happen to me? Maybe kind of falling into the martyr or victim energy. Um, And this can really throw you off path. This can really make a shift. This also can be somebody else that you know that you're having to deal with in life, right? So if you see somebody who is typically codependent, easily manipulated, what have you, and they're particularly out of sorts right now. It's because that tendency to allow the manipulation to come or to be in their life has gotten completely out of control, more than likely. And they're not their tendency, their issue that they're dealing with is that allowing it and not setting boundaries. And so they are probably very out of sorts now because the issue they're needing to work on that's rising to the top for them is not allowing people to manipulate them. And they're probably becoming very very agitated, you know, and irritable and that kind of thing, or just really um, almost seeming like they're going to break and spiral out of control, you know. And so it's it's an interesting time to watch people. It's also an interesting time to watch yourself how does manipulation enter into your life? Are you manipulated by certain people in your life? Are you good at setting boundaries with one group of people but horrible at even beginning to think about boundaries with another? Are you somebody who has a tendency to manipulate for what you want and is that becoming more and more a part of how you do things because you're unaware of how else to handle it? There are all these different versions of it. Now, I do invite you guys to call in. It's 347-677-1443 if you would like to kind of share with us what's going on in your life as far as manipulation goes. And 
and I am texting with Robert to see if, if hopefully he'll join us because he has some really cool insight into this. And uh, and so hopefully nothing has occurred. Hopefully it was just a technical glitch with uh, with blog talk that threw him. But uh, <clears throat> one of the things we're seeing is on a grand scale, we're seeing sort of a global manipulation. Um, when I was, it's interesting because we think, right, we being in America, but it can also be we as people in whatever country we're in have a tendency to think that every place is different or we may think that every place is exactly the same. But I was speaking with some uh, some clients from France and if you happen to be listening, because I know sometimes you guys listen, hello, how are you? <laughs> and uh, they were wonderful, a wonderful couple from France that came into the center and we did some healing work with them, and uh, and then we got talking about uh, some of the the governmental stuff in the different countries, and <clears throat> and uh, we were both kind of surprised to find out that there was a lot of the same things going on in the different countries in France as well as America, and so um, they were very surprised to hear that we had a lot of the same issues that they have over there. And they were very surprised to hear um, the non-media view of what's going on here and how people feel in our country and that kind of thing, at least some of us. And and so it was interesting to have this open open communication because what happens is the government, and I, I would say it's kind of a global thing, so you know you can go into the the Illuminati if you want to or the whatever you want but there there seems to be something you know that sort of is above the government above the media above all of that that tends to manipulate how stories are told what stories are told that sort of thing and that is in fact kind of global manipulation you know we're we're only shown and told about the things that they would like us to be told about and and by they I have no idea who I mean right so it's not a we're not getting all into politics just there is something that is creating this global aspect rather than individual country aspects and there is a form of manipulation happening there and so we can see it if we really zoom out right detach from all the emotion we can see that people are sort of being manipulated on a whole and we can decide how much of that we'd like to participate in. Now, manipulation is not always bad. You know, I mean, as parents, we manip- we manipulate our kids. You know, we manipulate them out of dangerous situations, you know, convincing them they really don't want to touch the hot burner and things like that. And uh, And so it's not always a bad thing. But it is something that when you hit a certain point in life, you want to become aware of when it's happening so that you can decide, is this in my best interest or not? And it's also something you want to become aware of that, um, you know, are you are you doing this without even realizing it? Or are you doing it on purpose? Some people manipulate on purpose and they don't realize it's manipulation. For instance, I uh, I remember I was I was working with a family at one point and one of the kids <clears throat> um said that they they had become very accustomed to lobbying for what they want. <laughs> and so they didn't see it as manipulating their parents, they saw it as lobbying for their what they perceived as as their needs. And so it was really um hardcore manipulation that was happening, you know, um, kind of making the parents feel horrible or, or you know, very hopeful or whatever, just really manipulating the emotions of the situation to get what this, and it was a grown, a grown child, but was still a child. And they had apparently been doing this most of their lives and they would not have seen it as manipulation. They saw it as lobbying, so sometimes when people are manipulating us, they have no idea that that's what's happening. And so 
it's important for us to become aware of what is manipulation so that we can um, begin to identify it and put the boundaries up where they need to be put up, whether it be us manipulating somebody else or us being manipulated. There do seem to be quite a few people out in the world who are having a hard time with the shifts and changes, who are um, really working the situations for their own best interest with very little concern for anybody else. And so there are these low-level energies. Yes, we're having these, these shifts in consciousness and there are a lot of really beautiful, mystical, wonderful things happening, but we also have to remember that not everybody is in the same place and some of this energy that's moving through our lives right now is, is kind of a lower vibration and maybe doesn't, doesn't care about evolution or being enlightened or state of consciousness. And You know, I mean, not everybody does, right? So sometimes these people can really affect us and affect what we're doing um, because they don't care. You know, they don't care if you're hurt. They don't care if you're ruined financially. There are all sorts of people out there taking advantage. And, you know, I don't like to focus on that kind of thing because there are also all kinds of people doing wonderful things as well. But reality is what it is, and there is a balance, and there is good and bad and whatever, if you'd like to call it that. Harmonious and non-harmonious, I like to call it, because what is good and bad really except a judgment call. And so things are either harmonious with our vibration or non-harmonious with our vibration, in my opinion. So there are these people, though, who would manipulate others to receive what they want with no regard to the other person's well-being. And this could be people who commit crimes. This could be people who commit fraud. Uh, theft, different, um, even, you know, even people who, um, there are a whole lot of situations out there where you, maybe you're a single female or single male and, and somebody comes along and just sweeps you off your feet and kind of isn't such a nice person really. Maybe they take all of your assets or, you know, take take whatever they can take and then they're gone and you think, but I thought we were in love. And so, you know, there again is another form of manipulation. And so it's important to find that line between you don't want to close yourself off because there is manipulation out there, but you also want to be careful so that you don't continue experiencing it, right? So how do you find that line? Well, I would say that you know, there are some different tools you can use. One is making sure that you're centering yourself a couple times a day because what happens when we center ourselves a couple times a day is, and this is, you know, it can be just uh, like the little meditations we do here on the show. It can be things like that or it can be just quiet time for just you where you think about only the things that bring you joy and harmony. It can be something where you you really, you know, basic meditation where you're doing mantras and that kind of thing. It can be a whole lot of different things, but you, and even like some people gardening, riding a horse, riding your bike, running, different things where you, you just quiet your mind and you get all the chitter-chatter out and you just you just feel and experience yourself, your own energy. Because in doing this, it allows you to understand when non-harmonious energy is coming near. If your energy is always chaotic, how are you going to know if something that's non-harmonious with your real vibration is coming near? In other words, someone who would manipulate you. Or when you're being out of whack and perhaps you're manipulating somebody else. And this is really important for us to take a look at. You know, in what ways do we manipulate? Because there are many different ways to have this happen, you know, are you somebody who, um, one common thing, one really common thing is, especially for women, but it probably isn't an even thing at this point, um, there are people who, when they feel really left out, when they feel um, they need nurturing, right? So maybe it's somebody who gives and gives and gives or runs and runs and runs or whatever, and when they feel like they need nurturing, 
they don't feel okay about just taking a break. They don't feel okay about going to their significant other or their friends or whoever and just going, you know what, I just need to be nurtured a little bit. Can we just do something nice for me at the moment? Instead, they'll get sick. This is really common with people who um, kind of live in that vibration of being a victim or being a martyr. And so there are times when people will, um, they'll actually, they will develop like tonsillitis or the flu or whatever it may be um, because their, their inner being is saying, look, I need some nurturing and since you won't let me have it any other way, I'm going to develop this, this cold, this flu, this tonsillitis, this strep throat, this whatever. And, and then it forces them into stopping and it forces them into nurturing themselves or in a lot of cases, that's the one time they'll be very pathetic and, you know, oh, take care of me, you know, and where they wouldn't ever do that if they weren't sick. So this is kind of a, a multi-level manipulation because it's actually their inner being manipulating them to get them to do the right thing for themselves. And it's them manipulating the people around them because they won't just be honest and say, hey, you know what, I need to take a break, I need some nurturing, whatever, when they're not sick. So they have to get sick to make the other people feel as if they need to stop everything and help this person now. And so there are, you know, these sneaky sorts of manipulation as well. Um, When I was a kid... And it took me quite a while to realize this. But when I was a kid, my parents were always running and I was always left at home alone and that kind of thing, and which was mostly fine, except that there were times that I wanted my mom's attention, I wanted my parents' attention, whatever. And the only way for me to get it was to get very, very sick. And so I would get, I don't know, every it was almost like there was a, you could set the calendar by the time frame of when I got sick. It was like once a month or something. And... I would get like 105 fevers and strep throat to such a degree that it was just, it was hideous and I'd be hallucinating from the fever. I would get really sick, but I would have to be really sick to get my parents to stop and look at me. And I'm not whining, like it's fine. You know, it was the upbringing that brought me to where I am, so that's fine. But I didn't, obviously back then, I didn't know that was the case, that that's why that was happening. When I became older and I was married... I found that the same thing was happening. When I felt like I needed a break because I was overdoing or I just needed like a little cuddle time with my husband or whatever, I would get sick. I'd start getting a high fever and strep throat and that kind of thing. And um, and so eventually we were taking some classes, you know, some, some self-discovery, personal development, spiritual stuff, you know. And it was this epiphany that came to me in one of these classes that the only time that I ever got sick, because I was very, very healthy and still, you know, I'm pretty healthy to, to this day, but the only time I ever got sick was when I needed nurturing, when I needed to stop and take a break. And so what I began doing was seeing the connection so that my inner being didn't have to manipulate me anymore into being sick to take a break. And so it's that realization of what's happening. You know, we also are manipulated by our conditioning from our families and that sort of thing. Um, Say, let's see, I try to think of real examples, if I can, with you guys while we're doing this show. And, And sometimes I can and sometimes I can't. I try, you know, obviously protect the identity, but so... So say you're a parent, and this is not a real one. This is just something I'm pulling out of nowhere. Um, say you're a parent, and you've got a grown child who comes back home, right? Maybe they're 19, 20, kind of in that in-between stage. And uh, and they come home with their their significant other, all right? And they want to stay in the same room while they're staying with you. And perhaps your parents, your grandparents, et cetera, thought, oh, no, 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 not until you're married. And, you know, really you just hide it until you're married or whatever. But but you don't necessarily feel that way. But your inner conditioning is 
that, you know, you never would have stayed in the same room with a girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever um, in your mom's house. But now your child comes home like it's nothing and they want to stay in the same room and you're kind of as a parent trying to deal with that. Is the conditioning from your past manipulating you to react in a way that isn't in harmony with what you really feel? This happens a lot because it's that conditioning from young ages all the way through our lives that sometimes gives us our knee-jerk reaction, you know. And and so your knee-jerk reaction may be, oh, hell no, not in my house, little missy or little mister or whatever. You know, that's that's not going to fly in my house. You guys are sleeping in separate rooms, you know, and and you're not going to be doing all that in my house, right? <laughs> and honestly, I'm just taking this from a from a sitcom that I saw the other night. <laughs> so <laughs> if anybody I know who's listening to this show can somehow piece it together in their lives, it's not a part of your life. It's just something I saw in a sitcom the other day. Um, so that inner conditioning can create the reaction that then we have to follow up with our actions or we feel as if we have to follow up with our actions, right? If you if you have the situation, you go, oh, no, not under my roof, no, no, then sometimes we feel like we have to back that up. Rather than just stopping and going, wow, guys, I'm sorry, it really doesn't bother me. Apparently it would bother like my grandmother or something, you know, and uh, and it's just acknowledging that you were manipulated by by your past conditioning, you know, and and understanding that you don't have to continue that way. You can stop and go, okay, wait a minute, how do I actually feel about this? You know, and I think that's probably happening a lot with, um, you know, there's, and I don't know if it's everywhere, I think it is, but, you know, again, working in Sedona and all, it's, it's not a normal um, view of the world because we get kind of, I don't know, it's just a very different place. But in Sedona, at least, it's probably a 50-50 shot whether somebody is is heterosexual or not, right? So it's very, very common to have same-sex couples come in and and you just don't even think anything about it because they're healthy relationships, they're happy relationships in most cases, so who cares? Love is love, you know? But then, you know, with this, I'm thinking, okay, that's probably another one of those issues where you know, when you're expressing these realities to parents or to family members, when they're reacting, are they reacting from what they truly feel? Are they manipulated by the condition or the conditioning that they've had from society? You know, and so it's that understanding what's happening within ourselves. (laughs) You know, and I suppose for the person coming to talk to their family too, in a lot of cases when I'm counseling people, People are already, um, they've already decided how people are going to react, you know, to whatever the situation, you know. And so is that conditioning from, from past people or past experiences manipulating how you handle things today with different people? So a lot of times people who have had bad relationships that kind of thing, they're conditioned to assume all men are scum or all women are gold diggers or whatever, you know. And so that's manipulation by their unconscious mind, trying to keep them safe from what's coming at them in life, you know. So what, how, do you, how do you handle that? How do you keep that from, uh, I just got a message from from Robert. says he's running late, but he'll be on soon. Okay, well, now that we're halfway through the show, we'll be happy to have him join us because <laughs> I'm just winging it. So we, um, you know, we want to become aware of when that's occurring. When is it really what we're thinking or feeling and when is it the conditioning from our past? So when you have situations come up, where you snap to a judgment rather than stop and go, okay, how do I feel about this? You know, um, I have two grown boys, and so 
I'm sure in the past there have been situations where I've had to stop and go, okay, how do I feel about them having a girl here? And how do I feel about that? You know, in reality, I'm fine with that because they're not out catting around. They're not, you know, they, if, if anybody were in our home, it was because they cared about them, that kind of thing. So what do I care? Would my grandparents have been okay? No. Would my father have been okay? No. <laughs> but I'm not them. I'm me. And so, you know, before reacting, and that's the thing is that reaction mode. If we can get out of reaction mode, when we feel a reaction come up, just kind of mute it. <laughs> just kind of stop it from blowing out our mouths or blowing out in our actions and and stop and go, okay, is this how I actually feel? So we do have a caller that I'm going to pull over and... uh Thank goodness, because I'm sick of hearing my own voice. So, all right, area code three, two, one. Hello. Good morning. Then <laughs> this is Daniel. Everybody, is that okay that I said your name now that I, I could have asked oh, your name? Of I gave you no choice, no matter whatsoever. Screw the free will. Okay. Oh, <laughs> this could be our new tagline. So oh, I, uh, I figured I'd give uh, Mr. Roberts maybe about twenty, thirty minutes to uh, to call in, and I guess with the text message, he might be a, a little bit longer. So anyway, I uh, I figured uh, I would go ahead and, and hop in there. So, He's so um, kind. So kind. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think about all this? Because I am totally winging it. Robert is the one who had all of the manipulation content in his his wee little brain, and he wasn't here. So. Is this is this well, informative? Is it insightful? What would you like yes, to say? Both to of us? them, and uh, I've I've definitely been impressed up to this point. Um, I just uh, one of the things that kind of um, I don't know did a little ping for me whenever you mentioned it earlier was the uh, the different things that are going on on a macro level around the globe as far as the manipulations go. And uh, like I said, I, I kind of wanted to just keep it to myself um, unless uh, unless it was going to be a bit longer. And I figured, well, why not? The opportunity is there. But uh, anyway, one of the things that I just figured uh, was kind of bizarre is, um, or at least a parallel that I saw uh, that I've seen recently is this whole government shutdown thing. Um, we went through a very similar thing last year, the year before. Um, there was the big uh, economic meltdown thing in 2008. So it just seems like, uh, I don't know, it just seems like whenever um, whenever some sort of a distraction is, uh, is needed or wanted or whatever by this grand day that, uh, that you also mentioned earlier. Uh, I like that. That's their new name, the grand day. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it just seems like... Uh, there's some kind of big thing, big headline stealing. Ooh, that happens. So I guess that's it now. But uh, right. anyway, it's uh, to me, it's just getting old, and um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I just kind of wanted to, to run that by you and see if you felt the same way, or if you think. Uh, well, you know what? We actually have Robert country. on the line now, and he's Ooh. actually way more into the whole political thing than I am. So although everybody, just be forewarned, I will not let it get real political because we're a spiritual show. But, you know, it does all intertwine. So you can watch the spiritual energy through the politics and the games. So there is a, a tie in there. So just so people understand, we won't let it get too political. However, we do have Robert. So I'm going to wait a minute. Robert just went away. Okay, well, never mind. Maybe he's having technical difficulties on his end. Um, okay, so, well, okay, so now I forgot what you said. Do I see a time? <laughs> okay, so one sip of coffee so far. I've been talking nonstop. I've had no coffee. I've had no nothing. I think I'm doing fabulously with no coffee. We have wow. let the dogs out during the show. We have all of the morning stuff that's usually done before the show has been done during the show. <laughs> <laughs> if I happen to be a coffee drinker, I'd probably be able to relate a bit better. Although I do yeah. remember when I was a coffee drinker, um, I've recently kicked my usual morning vice. So uh, that's yes, probably go why you. I, um, 
that's probably why I'm happy. exceptionally punchy this morning because I'm uh, <laughs> I'm just like, what do I do? Right. <laughs> what do I do? Yeah, I do see that. Yeah, right. I do see that. Um, I I don't know if the manipulation is becoming more so if it's becoming more apparent because we have, you know, as far as the governmental stuff goes, like you were talking about, because we have <clears throat> the social media people um, kind of able to share things that maybe we wouldn't have seen before, that sort of thing. Um, and I, I think that we we're more aware of things now than we used to be. And so, or maybe it's just that we're getting older. (laughs) And so we've, you know, because we hadn't seen that much of it up until recently because we hadn't lived long enough to. And, uh, and so I'm trying to find out where Robert went. (laughs) Where'd you go? Um, And so maybe it's not that it's getting old. It's that we are getting older and we're seeing more of it at this point, you know. Um, I don't know. It's an interesting thing. I think there probably is more of it going on. Okay, here we go. We have Robert. I'm going to grab him before we lose him again. Okay. And I'm going to keep you on, Daniel, so you could ask as well. Good morning, Mr. Robert. Are you with us? Hello. Okay, so if Robert is listening, because I can see him, but... Um, if you would press one so that you can talk with the host, that would be awesome because I can't pull you over until you press one. So just press one on your little phone, and then we will bring you right over. So, um, yes, and Daniel, actually, this is the person that used to live in Chicago. He grew up oh, there. Wow. Yeah, so we I had talked to you about him at one point before. Okay, so hopefully Robert will hear that I need him to press one on his phone so that I can bring him over because I can't pull him over otherwise and he's gone again he must be having some difficulty with his phone or something Um, so I think that there has always been manipulation in the government Um, you know I know probably wrong to say but too bad (laughs) so my opinion um, I do see that you know I had a, a doctor who was very up on politics and everything and and when the, uh, I guess the swine flu or one of those flus, bird flu, something, I guess the bird thing, when that was going on, he said, yeah, I wonder what it is they don't want us to look at. Because every time something like this comes up, if you absolutely block out that whole thing and look around the rest of the governmental facility or whatever, you know, there's something that they don't want you to see. It's kind of like that movie Wag the Dog. Do you remember that movie? I love that movie. Isn't it ironic that it came out as the Clinton Monica Lewinsky thing was going on? It's just kind of ironic. Yeah, but uh, in the grand scheme of things, it seems like that was just. I look back on some of the things that uh, got so many people all hot and bothered. Not in like a. Not well, in, but like, then you know you got to look. At, you got to. Oh God. Okay, <laughs> uh, moving to right along. Right along. Um, <laughs> that's one of those things, though. If you. You know, with whatever was going on there, um, whatever was going on there, um, what was happening in the rest of things that they didn't want us to see while that was happening, you know, you just got to wonder, right? Because I bet if you went back now and looked, there probably, that probably was the distraction, was that whole thing. Oh, yeah. Well, the wagon um, dog thing uh, made it pretty clear. They were basically talking about uh, going to war with Albania in the movie, and that was after the big, uh, the big thing of uh, I think Clinton ordered a missile strike or something, and it turned out not to be some uh, biochemical manufacturing facility. It was uh, uh, basically okay. Alex, you're hurting my head. Africa. Stop! Make it stop, please, God, make it stop. <laughs> no, uh, I don't do politics. So, yes, oh, okay. I'm sure there was something, especially not before coffee. Holy God. So we have Robert. All right. Again, we're going to hope he presses one. He said he can't get he can't get an answer or something. I don't know. So anyway, um, we'll try to pull him over one more time. I think he has to press one to make it work, but we'll try. Okay. Hello? Are you there, Robert? Okay. Yes, he has to press one or else we can't pull him over. 
so perhaps we will just have to do this another time. We'll see if he, if he can if he can hear us, then he'll know to press one. If he can't hear us, he won't know to press one. So, um, so well, what do you think about the? Oh, huh? I was just going to say uh, I was going to briefly hop over to something else to to illustrate it um, and do so in a way that that didn't hurt your head. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely, I agree. I kind of see it the same way. And now, what do you think about the whole? Because this is something that Robert and I talked about um, last night, actually, that I really hadn't thought about. What do you think about the whole um, past conditioning of ourselves? Like, let's get away from the politics, because just to bring it more home, um, what do you think about that whole sort of manipulation from within that we don't even realize is going on? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I've. Uh... I caught myself doing that quite a bit. Uh, well, the the vice that I alluded to that I recently quit was uh, smoking cigarettes, and um, I had been doing that for uh, for several years. And um, whenever it would get around to uh, where I had uh, just a couple more cigarettes left in the pack, um, I would I would almost try and uh, try and negotiate with myself, try and bargain something. Well, you know. <laughs> it up is the religion thing because I wasn't brought up with a particular religion and all that programming sometimes I forget about it but the religion one is a big deal because now mind you guys everybody out there listening before you get in a tizzy right we're not talking about the actual philosophy behind the belief we're talking about the actual religion after man has become involved and said these are the rules ours is right, theirs is wrong, that form of religion that really is a complete manipulation um, of people. Um, And I know some people will get up in arms about this, but, you know, you go there to be manipulated. And so for some people that manipulation works. It helps. It makes life better. For others, maybe not so much. So I have people come to me all the time, whether it's in the center or private sessions or what have you, and and they they'll start the session out by you know being very leery and well why should I listen to you how do I know for sure that you're not evil because the whole psychic thing is supposed to be evil you know and <clears throat> and so I have to kind of talk them through and I I can only answer for me and what I do I mean I deal with the angelic realm and so it's the same stuff they're teaching you about in church I just I'm able to speak back and forth, as are they, if they just, you know, learned how. It's Everybody can speak back and forth. So, you know, just kind of helping them understand how 
But man, that manipulation and that programming is so strong that they're fearful. They're so fearful when they come in. And it's it's just mind-blowing to me. You know, first of all, you knew that you were coming into a psychic center. You knew that you were coming to see a psychic. So imagine what must be going on in their lives to walk through that conditioning that they've had of that manipulation that's occurred in their lives to come to this person or thing that they think is evil <laughs> in the hopes that maybe, maybe, maybe the person can actually help them and maybe they're not evil, you know. So it always kind of is impressive to me, one, the amount of manipulation that the religion has induced upon them, <laughs> you know, and also that they their inner being wants to know something badly enough that it will begin seeking out and, and walking through and away from that manipulation. And to me, those are always the most, um, I don't know what's going on here. Um, those are always the most interesting reading. So, um, okay, so we're, Robert's obviously having some some technical issues. He says he calls and it just rings, which I'm not sure why, because he's showing up on the, He's showing up on our thing, but we'll have to figure that out another day, and we'll have him join us perhaps, you know, Monday or something. I don't know. So anyway, so with the religion thing, I'm just going to keep you on the phone. How's that? Cool. You'll be my guest today, Daniel. (laughs) (laughs) So in your experience living in Sanford, Florida and all that, I'm sure you saw a lot of the religious manipulation of people because it's really heavy duty down there in the Bible Belt. Um, how did you escape it? Well, uh, I actually wanted to let you finish, but uh, once you were finished, I wanted to hop back to what you said about not being able to imagine um, what it must be like to uh, to go through that uh, since you didn't have that sort of an upbringing. Um, I actually don't have to imagine because I did have that sort of an upbringing. Um, I was informed at a pretty young age by my parents that uh, from that point on I was going to be going to Sunday school and church, which seemed kind of bizarre because for uh, my entire life up to that point, say maybe uh, around eight uh, eight or so is when this occurred, um, church was basically just a Christmas and Easter thing, and that was Mm. it. And uh, the funny thing was that I was the one who had to go to church and Sunday school, but they very rarely showed their faces there. Uh, Isn't that interesting? Yeah, so I I figured um, it it just seemed kind of odd that what was good for the goose was not good for the gander, so to speak. (laughs) Um, Anyway, uh, without getting too, too into it and dragging down the beautiful, wonderful, perfect energy of your show, um, I will just say that uh, the particular Christian denomination, uh, a church that I went to, was quite adept at uh, the guilting and the fear and the manipulation and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, it took me, well, actually, still to this day, I'm, I'm kind of weeding out the cobwebs, but what, were your, wow. what you were saying about going into uh, a, a psychic establishment or, uh, or a metaphysical type storm. Um, I remember the first time that I did, and it was almost like uh, almost like the for those of us who uh, who celebrate Christmas, uh, like the little kid sneaking around trying to <laughs> trying to find the Christmas gifts. Um, it basically felt like that. I was like, "Am I going to get caught?" The sort of thing. Uh, the first time I went in. And so it was, uh, I don't know what it was, but there had just, uh, there was something that just built up to the point where it was like, you know what, I have to, I just have to go beyond that. I have to move beyond this, uh, this limiting, uh, all of these limiting concepts, these, uh, like this invisible leash as far as, uh, how far my thought patterns can go before they get yanked back into, uh, I guess what's supposed to be good and, uh, and I don't know, acceptable. Right, right. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, in the Bible Belt, it was, oh my goodness, um, uh, being up in the in the Midwest now, it's nowhere near as, uh, I'll just say, oppressive as, uh, right. as it was there, but it was hardcore down there, I will say. 
Well, and it's really funny because I was born in Pennsylvania, which really, I mean, yes, it's, it is a very Christian area, but it's not like the Bible Belt. And then when I was five, we moved to Florida back when Florida was old school Florida, so it was still hardcore Bible Belt. And, um, and that's where I was raised, but I was raised in this very mystical manner, you know, and so it was interesting to me that we moved into like the heart of the beast almost as far as, you know, <laughs> my upbringing, like how, um, how did, how did that occur? Why of all the places to move, did we move there when I was going to come up with this, this mystical psychic, all these different abilities and, and it was just very interesting growing up there because, I mean, it did, in fact, kind of over the years, create the situation where I'm just who I am. Like it, don't like it, but I am so, I am so confident in the fact that I am walking in the light. I don't need to have read your book. I don't need to have gone to your churches to, to walk in the light. You know, and it's not a put down to their book or their churches. It's more, I've always seen it. People tell me, you know, if you're going to do spiritual work, you have to get to know the Bible and all this stuff. And I've had many teachers and mentors, so you have to get to know it. And I feel like, no, I don't, because I don't know anything about that book. I mean, little bits here and there over the years I've picked up, whatever. But um, but the fact that my Christian friends will look at me and say, you're the most Christ-like person we know, because that's just how I live my life. That's what feels right to me, that whatever. It's not because I've studied and somebody has forced me into believing this is right, that's wrong. Um, I feel like that's testimony to the fact that at least the, the Christ consciousness part of what's being taught is truth because otherwise how could I be doing it without ever having read their rule book? You know, <laughs> I'll probably get all kinds of... All kinds of reaction about that. It's just a rule book. It's a storybook. It's a way. I'm sorry, people. It just is. You know, when you have, you don't have the attachment to it that so many people, they they call that in in some like cult um, cult traditions, anchoring. They're anchored to that book, you know, and so there are all these emotional charges over a book. I'm sorry, it's a book. That's what it is. Yes, there's a whole lot that is attached to it because we have emotionally been manipulated into attaching all of this emotional stuff to it. But, um, one thing that I want to... I'm sorry. But what would it... You know, how much of that would still be true if you didn't look at the book? What parts would still be true if you were living in harmony and, and you weren't manipulated into attaching everything to the book? Wouldn't you, you... I'm living proof that you can still walk in the light without ever having read the book or go to the church. You know, so just it kind of amuses me. <laughs> I'll probably lose a lot of people on, on the show over this one, but I mean, ultimately, I'm saying that there's a lot of truth in there, but that's usually not what's heard. I usually get fired back at for <laughs> for calling it your book. <laughs> so anyway, <clears throat> I didn't bow or anything when I said it. So oh, oh, okay. I'm gonna pull Robert over. Is that okay? Because we have him. With uh, I mean, we only have of course six minutes, but Robert, are you there? I'm here finally. See, you just you just have to press one. I think I, I don't know what happened, but we only have about six minutes left, though. <laughs> I understand. So we'll we'll maybe do a another show, but is there any? We yeah. have about six minutes, and we have Daniel on with us as well, who's been keeping me company. Ah. Just so you know that he's there also. He's the one who lives in Crystal Lake, I believe it is, right, Daniel? up in Illinois. So um, anyway, so what would you like to share with us in our six minutes, Mr. Robert? <laughs> oh, oh well, we were going to talk about uh, uh, manipulation. And, and we have uh, been. And we have been. Oh, good. And another I, yeah. word for a minute. Go ahead. I just went ahead with the same topic because... I didn't have yeah. the brain power to find another one last second. So, <laughs> <laughs> and another uh, key word for that is influences or influence. And some of the basics are: is uh, 
something that we're unaware of is acting upon us, guiding us or pushing us in the direction uh, that we're not aware we're being moved in that direction. And one of the keys to understand is, is actually we live in a sea of influences around us 24-7 all our lives. You know, the other people around us, the other in the environment around us, some we're aware of and some we're not. And some of those become, you could say, programmed ideas or concepts that we carry with us. But there's two basic ways of looking at it. There could be inner or outer uh, influence or manipulation. And the inner is the stuff we carry with us on one hand, and outer would be things that people are aware we're not aware of that they're using to guide us or push us in a direction of their choosing. And the thing is, it's really very simple, and it's just that a lot of people fall into it. And it's almost like there are tools of awareness, which we can talk about in a later show. Oh, I like that. Tools of awareness. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, nice. it don't it don't gotta be that hard. <laughs> it, it's Indeed. partially the things we have on the inside, uh, our emotions, how we develop those, and our uh, patterns of emo- how we use our emotions, how we use our thoughts and feelings. Uh, that something may be acting <laughs> upon, that we're not aware of, and it could be something that's just that we do to ourselves or our own habits. And learning, like in a counseling situation, that's oftentimes what I'm doing is helping people to become aware of and, you know, of the things that where they're falling into uh, internally that are leading them and been taking them a path in their lives that doesn't work for them. So it's helping them to, you know, just become aware and open up to those things and find out different things they can replace that with. Well, it's the same way with outer manipulation. Once we realize we've been, I've been, you know, pushed or led down a certain path, and I'm aware that somebody is doing that, well, then I have a free will to choose a different path or to just pull away from it, or to you know warn other people. And right. So there's a lot we can talk about that way. I mean, that's just the basic basics. After that, then it starts getting more interesting. But. Uh, it's interesting that we really do live in a sea of, you know, influences all around us. Um, 24-7, we could talk about that all day. but <laughs> <laughs> Well, we have two minutes, so. <laughs> so, Gee, you know, I, it's, um, it's funny because I was, I was talking about somebody that I had worked with that um, they had a grown child who, who was pretty manipulative but didn't realize it. And he referred to it as lobbying for his needs. He would lobby his parents. And so he didn't connect it with manipulation whatsoever. You know? And I thought, well, that's that's very interesting because the person who is doing the manipulating, and a lot of times we, we think about, oh, you're manipulative, you're a manipulator, but a lot of people don't know they are. You know? And so it's helping them understand that as well, you know, as we understand it. So um, we do just have like a minute left. So I'm going to hope that you'll join us again, maybe on your on your next day that you have free or Absolutely. something, we can get together and do a little more. I'm glad mm-hmm. you did finally make it. And uh, thank you, Daniel, for kind of coming and bailing me out as I was rambling. <laughs> oh, please. It was fun as always. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh Anyway, all right, so we have one minute left. I want to remind you guys to check out sacredlightofsedona.com. That's the center I work through in Sedona at the moment and um, teach the classes through. And also holisticnaturalco.com. Always we want to encourage you guys to check out their line of of nutritional supplements and the cookbook, Eat Conscious and Be Merry, from holisticnaturalco.com, our friend Spring Rain Peony. So thank you, everybody, for being here with us. And... um, have a fabulous day. We'll see you guys on Monday, same time, same place, okay? Um, thank you, Daniel. Thank you, Robert. I'm going to go ahead and sign off now. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thank you.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.